Hello and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup, brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. We are your co-hosts, founders of the network, Andrew Gay, Dom Fox, Gilbert Pies, here in the studio with us today. We're going to discuss our favorite uh, top news picks of the week. So uh, let's, let's jump right to it. I hope you guys are having a good afternoon. I know it's hot out there if you're here in the Texas Hill Country, so uh, we'll bring you some, some fresh... Uh, cool data for you. Um, Tom, you want to kick us off there, sir? Sure. So uh, first of all, the uh, Harvey Blue trial has been set for September 29th. So uh, those interesting seeing whether Mr. Blue can keep his seat on the commissioner's court. uh, And even though he's a convicted felon, we're going to get a court ruling on that. We'll have a hearing and uh, hopefully a court ruling shortly thereafter. And then really a couple of different stories about uh, pets and pet shelters. Uh, Andrew, first of all, they're uh, moving forward. The county's moving forward with the uh, plans, approval of plans for construction of a new pet shelter based upon the bond election uh, that was passed, even though the commissioners don't seem too pleased that the pets shelter bond uh, election or bond proposal passed and their pet projects didn't, no pun intended. And it also... <laughs> there was some drama about that, though. They kind of like seem to backtrack a little bit after the bond passed. They, they backtracked a little, but in the last hearing, the architect presented the plans and he was told to uh, keep it going and keep it in budget. Uh, the second is that um, the Center for Fitness in Kerrville recently hosted a pet food and supply donation so for Kerrville Pets Alive. So shout out uh, for helping out with <coughs> Kerrville Pets Alive. Uh, please adopt, don't shop. And if you have the chance, go down to Pets Alive or one of the other great pet shelters and help out with some of their rescue dogs. Thanks, Tom. Gilbert, what do you got for us this week? You know, I've got two stories for us. Uh, I'd like to recap for us. Uh, Number one is um, the gay hater that's standing out there over at the library. um, God hates LGBTQ. Um, In case you don't know, there's a gentleman out there. His name is Robert Hurt. Uh, He stands out in front of the library with a sign that says God hates LGBTQ. Now, you know, it doesn't matter what you think uh, of his position one way or the other, but I don't know about you guys, but I get tired of seeing him out there. He's there in the morning, sometimes in the afternoon, sometimes in the evening, and um, he has been charged with making a, a, he's been charged with a felony for making a terroristic threat against the Kerrville City Council. Uh, several weeks ago, apparently, he made some comments about. Uh, he wouldn't. He couldn't care less if someone showed up at the council meeting with an AK-47 or equivalent. And he also apparently said he could care less about the possibility of open caskets. So it's kind of a veiled threat against the city council. Uh, apparently, he was. He's really mad about some of the uh, controversy that we've had over the past few weeks about the Buttholdsworth Memorial Library and whether or not they are grooming kids when it comes to the books that they show. Um, you know, that, that guy obviously has some serious mental illness, and um, I, I, I personally don't think that God hates anybody. Um, and uh, I, I think for, for somebody like him to go out there and protest about that is kind of silly. He's not changing any minds, and he certainly isn't um, speaking for the whole uh, community. So that's interesting. He may, uh, he may go away for a felony, so we may not have to see him with his son anymore. And by the way, there's been some counter-protesters out there in the past. Uh, There was a gentleman for a time out there that was holding up a sign that said, F this guy. And he had held up a sign with a little arrow pointing to Mr. Hurst. (laughs) I don't know that that's real helpful either, but uh, 
it, it seemed to get the job done. So that was interesting. That was my first story. And the second story I'd like to talk about is there's an upcoming um, back to school bash that's being held at Light of the Hill. Um, in case you don't know, Light of the Hill is a Methodist encampment right off the Methodist encampment road. Um, they're going to do uh, uh, back to school um, bash, which which means they're going to give out some uh, school supplies, gently used clothing. They're going to be shoe vouchers and some resource information. Plus, because it's a back to school bash, they're also going to have bounce houses, music, popsicles, and some more. The event is slated for Saturday, August the 5th from 9 to 11. It's free. Um, and you do have to register, I, I believe, if you want to get some of the school supplies. And so the best place to get more information is contact Beth Palmer with Kerrville First United Methodist Church. They're the sponsors of the of the Back to School Bash. And you can email her at Beth, that's B-E-T-H dot Palmer, P-A-L-M-E-R, at K-F-U-M-C dot org. And... You can also register your child by calling or texting 210-904-8054. And like I said, the event's going to be held at Light of the Hill, which is on 610 Methodist Encampment Road on Saturday, August the 5th from 9 to 11. Be sure to call and register. It's uh, being sponsored by several other organizations. So it'll be a good time. And if I'm not, so, oh, yes, yes, here it is. It's school supplies haircuts, and gently used clothing. So all those things, every kid that's going back to school here in the next couple of weeks could benefit from. So take a look at it. Thank you, Gilbert. And then for myself, I have two quick mentions. One is this is a uh, uh, an article that I picked up on from the Hill Country Community Journal um, from Mrs. Tammy Prout. And this is about the CVB reporting success of new marketing strategies is the title of the article. There's a uh, you know a lot of there. There's a lot of quotes in here from Mrs. Julie Davis, who uh, I know personally. Um, we, we're together a lot of mornings um, on the featured on the Kerr County lead. Uh, but here's some interesting little tidbits in this article. And I would suggest you go to the hillcountrycommunity.com website to check this article out if you want the full thing. But a couple of thing, uh, uh, mentions I just want to pull out of here real quick was uh, hospitality. So so they're having success. They, they uh, you know, one of their jobs is the, is the KCBB is to market to outside uh, possible travelers or uh, people in other communities about why they would want to come to Kerrville, whether it's tourism, sightseeing, or other some any of the attractions that we have here, museum, Western art, whatever it is, um, the river, uh, those sorts of things. And so they track a lot of that data to become more efficient, effective in marketing towards those people. And they said she says that uh, the local impact is seen through job-related earnings. She reported 1,100 direct travel-related jobs in Kerrville, garnering $34 million in earnings for local residents. Uh, Julie, Julie Davis says the hospita hospitality is actually the second largest employer in Kirk County. It's just shy of the medical in in industry. In addition, uh, she says that direct travel spending from tourists last year exceeded $88 million, providing for sales tax revenue of more than $3 million and more than $1.7 million in hotel occupancy tax. So hot tax last year was up over 9.7% from the prior year. Um, and it's very important visitors reduce our tax burden by 25%, 25%. That's pretty significant. So a couple of quotes from that article there from uh, Mrs. Julie Davis. Awesome article uh, about uh, travel and tourism here in Kerrville. That was my first story. The second I wanted to mention was 
you know, leadership Kerr County, I am full disclosure, I'm on the board or the steering committee of, of leadership Kerr County, which is, um, we're working on becoming a, a separate uh, nonprofit, but traditionally it was attached through the Chamber of Commerce here in Kerrville. Applications for this upcoming class, this upcoming year's class, which will be class number 38, uh, is coming up next week. The deadline is, is August 1st. Uh, we do have a number of applicants that are already in, but we're still encouraging people to apply. Um, you know, I had two people just in the last couple of days hit me up and say, hey, is this something that I should I should think about doing? And, you know, of course, my answer is absolutely. Uh, I knew them from the business community. I think that's any if you're a, a business owner, business leader, organization rep uh, that has ties either to this community here, you know, maybe talk to whoever you need to talk to in your in your organization about possibly seeing about joining leadership for this upcoming uh, year's class. It's it's a great journey. It's a great uh, program to go through to really get some insight and get some uh, what I would call adult learning uh, knowledge around the local community and what it really takes to run this city in this county. And that I think will do it. Uh, gentlemen, you have anything exciting planned for the weekend to close out our conversation here? I'm going to stay inside. Beat the heat. <laughs> yeah, you're not sitting on your back porch watching any uh, thunderstorms roll in this weekend, huh? We uh, we have a dog that had uh, major knee reconstruction surgery yesterday, mm. so oh. we pick him up, pick her up today, and I suspect we'll be uh, doing a little TLC this weekend. Nursing. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, same same here. We don't have a lot planned. I do think that we are going to try to go see Oppenheimer. It's my brother-in-law's, uh, uh, the youngest of that family. He's coming in town because he lives outside of, outside of the community. So he's coming in town, and you know we want to go see maybe maybe see a movie. I already checked the Barbie box, so now that was that was the gateway to say, hey, well, why don't we go see Oppenheimer now that we already saw Barbie? So. <laughs> So um, uh, is that a gateway to you move into a pink outfit? I, I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing the, the pink shirt. I told Lewis this morning when we were talking to Lita, I said, this is the, I'm pretty sure this is the shirt I wore when I went to go see Barbie. Because my wife was pink. like, is it? It's, it pink. Looks, it's pink enough. It's peach. Looks like Mall. Okay. <laughs> well. I was going to say that my wife will m much appreciate that. I got, I'll never forget the first time that came out of my mouth. It's pink. She said, no, sir. That's mauve, sir. I stand corrected. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find the show and the podcast network. If you're interested in starting your own podcast or you have questions about podcasting, do not hesitate to reach out to us. Send us a message. We'll be glad to talk to you about it. Uh, that will do it for the Curvo Weekly News Roundup. We will catch you next week. Have a great and safe weekend. Stay cool. This is Tom Fox. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup. This podcast is a production of the Texas Hill Country Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever great podcasts are listened to. I hope you'll join Gilbert, Andrew, and myself next week where we take a look at some of the top stories from Kerrville and the surrounding Hill Country area. Thanks so much for listening.